Hello and welcome to the latest in the Edge Hill Grammar Series. Today we'll be dealing with the perfect tense in Spanish. This is a form describing an action which has happened in the past. It describes an action which is definitely finished and which will have taken place recently, during the last week rather than further back in history. In English, we would translate this using the verb have, e.g. I have played football this morning. I have done my homework this evening. As I've discussed in other podcasts, we can add this tense to our timeline. As it's a form of the past tense, it needs to move towards the left on the timeline, into the past. As such, the infinitive has to be reduced. Now, for those people who've ever studied French, the perfect tense will appear to be fairly familiar for you. For those who haven't, it can seem a little bit complicated, mainly because it consists of two parts, unlike any of the other tenses which we've looked at so far. The first part of this is called the auxiliary. It's a helping verb, not the crucial one for meaning. The second part is what is called the past participle, and it's this which is the key part for forming the meaning of the perfect tense. Okay, firstly to the auxiliary, which comes first. This is formed using a part of the verb haber, an unusual verb, which means to have, but is only used for this function, so don't try to use it anywhere else. The parts are, yo he. H E Tu as H A S L Ea Usted Ha H A Nosotros Hemos H E M O S Vosotros Habais H A B E with an accent I S Ellos Ellas Ustedes Han H A N. And now for the past participle. The regular form of this is fairly straightforward. I hope you'll agree with me on that one. Again, we have to break the formation down into the types of infinitive AR, ER, and IR. Fortunately, though, ER and IR both form in the same way. Yippee! As is the case for the present and preterite tenses, the first thing we have to do is take off the infinitive ending for all three types. And then for AR verbs, add A. D, O. Whereas for ER and IR verbs, add I, D, O. And that's it. So, for example, to use a useful verb to complain, quejarse, Q U E J A R S E. Now the SE on the end indicates that it's a reflexive verb. So for formation's sake, we can take that off immediately. As we're going to say, I have complained, we will convert that C into me, M E and make it the first part of our verb. Then for the auxiliary, he, and then the past participle, quejado, Q-U-E-J-A-D-O. So, to say I have complained, we say, me he quejado. To use an example for an ER verb, we're going to use the verb conocer, C-O-N-O-C-E-R, meaning to know or to meet. So to say I have met, we'd say, he conocido, C-O-N-O-C-I-D-O. Alas, there are some irregulars to this pattern, and typically they're useful verbs to be able to use. So here we go. Abrir, to open. And the past participle is abierto. A-B-I-E-R-T-O. Decir, to say. And the past participle is dicho. D-I-C-H-O. Escribir. To write. And the past participle is escrito. E S 
C-R-I-T-O. Hacer, to do or to make. And the past participle is hecho. H-E-C-H-O. Morir, to die. The past participle is muerto. M-U-E-R-T-O. Poner, to put. The past participle is puesto. P-U-E-S-T-O. Romper, to break. The past participle is roto. R-O-T-O. Ver, to see. The past participle is visto. V-I-S-T-O. And volver, to return. And the past participle is vuelto. V-U-E-L-T-O. So there we have it. This will prove very useful as well when you come to look at the pluperfect tense. So well done. So now really focus on learning those auxiliary parts and the irregulars in order to describe what you've just done. Has aprendido el perfecto en español.